0: Welcome to Celebrate Poe, episode 217, Poe and Race. In the second episode for Black History Month, Celebrate Poe will examine some of Poe's complex views regarding race as it is expressed in his writings. I wanted uh, to examine some of these uh, these works this February, uh, but we'll also uh, look at them in much greater detail in the future so stay tuned. Now first, Poe lived in the antebellum South, where slavery was the norm and racist views were deeply ingrained in society. His his writing can't be separated from that context, and the portrayal of race likely reflects the prevailing sentiments of the time. However, recognizing the context certainly doesn't excuse the harmful representations. In in some of Poe's works, uh, well, you'd really be stretching things to point out that his writings have a racial component. But in this episode, I'm going to briefly look at uh, the four works where critics feel that Poe points out his views on racial issues most prominently. And those works are The Murders in the Rue Morgue, The Adventures of author Gordon Pym, The Gold Bug, and Poe's final work, Eureka and of course I'll be talking about some other works as well later on The portrayal of uh, orangutan the quote-unquote savage ape in the murders in the rue morgue uh, Well uh, uh, that orangutan is the killer and um, reinforces negative stereotypes of black people And other marginalized groups linking physical appearance with violence and danger the story focus The story's focus on the orangutan's physical characteristics and his animalistic behavior. Uh, well, it''s it's, it's not almost as, as, it's, it's almost as though Poe is contributing to the hateful idea of black individuals as less than human, that black individuals have inherently evil and animalistic natures. Now, that's what Poe seems to be implying. I'm not saying that's <laughs> that's what I believe. Uh, the uh, narrative positions uh, the narrative positions the white protagonist DePon as the intellectual hero who solves the mystery, while orangutan is reduced to a violent brute. This uh, somewhat reinforces the problematic dynamic of white dominance and black subordination. Now, as noted before, Poe lived in the antebellum South, a time of widespread racial prejudice and slavery. His portrayal of the orangutan likely reflects the societal norms and biases of his era. Some literary critics even argue that the story subtly challenges racist assumptions. The story's ending leaves orangutan's motivations and culpability, well, ambiguous. This ambiguity allows for interpretations that resist a clear-cut racial characterization. But regardless of interpretation, it's crucial to acknowledge the harmful stereotypes and racist imagery present in the story. Again, these elements reflect the prejudices of Poe's time. Now for Poe's only novel, The Adventures of Author Gordon Pym of Nantucket. This book offers a treasure trove of themes and complexities to explore, especially regarding race. One notable example is the portrayal of the indigenous people encountered during Pym's adventures. Specifically, in chapter 12 of the novel, when Pym and his companions arrive at an island in the South Pacific, they encounter the native population. The description of, uh, the na- of, of the narratives, or, or natives, uh, includes certain stereotypes and generalizations that were common in 19th century literature. Uh, that depiction might be viewed as reflecting racial biases of the time. The narrative of author Gordon Pym of Nantucket, written in 1838, relates the tale of the young author Gordon Pym who stows away aboard a whaling ship called the Grampus various adventures and misadventures befall pim including shipwreck shipwreck mutiny and cannibalism uh, before uh, he is saved by the crew of the jane guy aboard this vessel uh, pim and a sailor named dirk peters continue their hostile uh, well uh, encounter their hostile black-skinned uh, encounter natives uh, before escaping back to the ocean. The novel ends abruptly uh, with a ship's entry that some critics believe uh, calls to mind the escalating racial tensions over the question of slavery in the United states uh, while Poe was writing although might that might be a bit a little little bit extreme uh, the uh, adventures of uh author Gordon Pym, has a very strange use of the color white in the uh, following section uh, from the end. Oh, yes, here's Mr. Poe. Mr. Poe, would you care to read the section? Certainly, Mr. Botley. March the 22nd. The darkness had materially increased, relieved only by the glare of the water thrown back from the white curtain before us. Many gigantic and pallidly white birds flew continuously now from beyond the veil, and then we rushed into the embraces of the cataract, where a chasm threw itself open to receive us. But there arose in our pathway a shrouded human figure, very far larger in its proportions than any dweller among men, and the hue of the skin of the figure was of the perfect whiteness Of the snow. Well, you can say that racism in the Gold Bug uh, is a very complex subject. You see, the character of Jupiter, uh, Legrand's black servant, is written in a way that reflects the racist stereotypes of the time. His exaggerated dialect, childlike mannerisms, and subservient role perpetuate harmful portrayals of black people. Now, again, it's important to remember that Poe lived in the American South during the Antebellum period. I'm not saying that uh, that uh, that makes anything okay, but it was a time characterized by widespread racial prejudice and, of course, the institution of slavery. Uh, Mr. Botley, you keep saying that. Uh, yes, yes, Mr. Poe, uh, And I know that uh, your writing, like many authors of your time, uh, were shaped by the context of the era. And while some might argue that Poe was simply reflecting the societal norms of his time, others might view the text as subtly subverting those norms through Jupiter's intelligence and resourcefulness. In this sense, Jupiter, who most readers might perceive as inferior due to society's reaction to his race, is actually, you might call, the hero of the story. Jupiter is also the individual who solves mysteries that confuse the white man. Now, that, uh, now Note that uh, Poe wrote The Gold Bug in 1843, six years before his death. But the scene of The Gold Bug was Sullivan's Island in South Carolina, no doubt inspired by Poe's time in the Army when he was in his early 20s. Today, many critics will slam the story as extremely racist, uh, but during his lifetime, The Gold Bug was among Poe's most popular works. Robert Louis Stevenson even said that one of the main influences on his novel Treasure Island was The Gold Bug. Leonardo Cosato called Jupiter one of Poe's most infamous black characters and emphasized uh, that the uh, character has been manumitted uh, but refuses to leave the side of his master will for more about manumission I refer to the previous episode of Celebrate Poe Poe sells a slave uh, now this uh uh Leonard uh, uh the mentioned sums up Jupiter by noting that uh, he's a typical, a typical Sambo, a laughing and japing comic figure whose uh, dog-like devotion is matched only by his stupidity. Well, apparently black characters in fiction during this time, uh, well, they, that, they weren't totally unusual, but Poe's choice to give Jupiter a, a, even a speaking role was very unusual. Critics and scholars, however, question if Jupiter's accent was authentic or merely comic relief, suggesting it was not similar to accents used by Blacks in Charleston. Uh, Ultimately, Eureka, Poe's last work, presents a rich opportunity for critical discussion about the intersection of science, philosophy, and racial ideology in Poe's thought. Uh, Would you care to read from Eureka, Mr. Poe? Certainly, Mr. Bartley. Uh, The first and most obvious aspect of the universe, what, what I take to be its chief character, is its immensity. We feel the impossibility of any conception which involves the notion of an end. We feel, in short, that everything is God. In the presence of this collective conception, utterly absorbing as it is, All individual thought, all individual feeling, all individual existence sinks into nothingness. No man, for instance, considered himself as absolutely isolated. We recognize, on the contrary, a sort of brotherhood, a sort of sympathy of interest with every being existing at the present or at the future period of time. There can be no real alien no sense of the strange thank you mr poe i believe this passage emphasizes the interconnectedness of all things including all human beings poe suggests that in in light of the universe's vastness individual differences and distinctions become meaningless while he doesn't explicitly address the phrase no man for instance, oh, he, 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 does, he doesn't specifically address race. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. Uh, the phrase, no man, for instance, considers himself as absolutely isolated. We recognize a sort of brotherhood. Well, that does seem to contradict any notion of uh, inherent superiority or inferiority based on any factor. Now, again, remember when Eureka was written, and Poe was living at that time in the northern part of the United States and not surrounded by the slave culture of the South. Uh, I I fear uh, his, or I feel that uh, his feelings uh, toward race, I can't read my own writing here, I feel that his feelings toward race had evolved, as exemplified by this quote from Eureka. No man is inferior to any other man and I believe such a passage shows an evolution towards race in Poe's thought. But that's my opinion. Others might see it as some kind of a cosmic principle. Finally, in Eureka, Poe writes, The first and most obvious aspect of the universe, when I take to be its chief character, is its immensity. We feel the impossibility of any conception which involves the notion of an end we feel and show up that everything is god in the presence of this collective conception utterly absorbing as it is all individual thought all individual feeling all individual existence sinks into nothingness no man for instance considers himself as absolutely isolated We recognize, on the contrary, a sort of brotherhood, a sort of sympathy of interest with every being existing at the present or at the future period of time. There can be no real alien, no sense of the strange. Uh, Join us for episode 218 when Celebrate Poe continues its episodes for Black History Month. Uh, I believe the next uh, three episodes will be delving into the life and works of the great Frederick Douglass. Sources include The Murders in the Rue Morgue, The Adventures of author Gordon Pym, The Gold Bug, and Eureka from the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe by Edgar Allan Poe. Thank you for listening to Celebrate Poe.